Well, it's Cyhawk Week. College game day is going to aim. So who better than our guy, Chris Williams, the owner of Cyclone Fanatic, joining us on heartlandcollegesports.com. And we always appreciate his time. I'm Pete Mundo, and you guys are absolutely outstanding. Can't thank you enough for continuing to consume this content every single day, podcast, video, radio. We appreciate you guys a whole lot. Uh, Chris, you've got college game day coming to town this week. What is what does that mean to to Iowa State fans to this program and to this state that the preeminent college football show is going to be there? Honestly, it depends on who you ask. Um, like to me, I think it's great. I think it's exactly what Iowa State needs and deserves. I think that anyone uh, or anyone who loves Iowa State and college football should be fired up about this. And, you know, it's just I, – I was looking – I was up in the press box uh, right around kickoff the other day, and, like, you know, the whole theme, Pete, is, oh, we're all back together. And, like, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of past that. Like, I just – I know that there's still a lot of serious stuff to talk about, but I felt like, you know, we've had, like, the summer, and it's somewhat back to normal. It just feels that way to me. Mm-hmm. And not trying to be disrespectful to anyone. Like, to me, like – Saturday was like holy crap and I looked around at like the new facility and I just I remember you know when I was there when I started my career and they they were practicing football at the student recreation center you know like Dan Mm -hmm. McCartney's out there coaching and like kids like you were you know biology majors are jogging laps around them like it, it like that was the thing to me like look how far this has come so to me, that like it's very celebratory that game day can show that part off, and especially in a time right now with the Big Twelve expansion and realignment and all that stuff, I, I think it's a great opportunity to show that this isn't the Iowa State that most people think of, mm-hmm. and the the program's come a long way. But there are people too who are superstitious ones who don't want it here because Iowa State lost Iowa two years ago in the same setting. And there's some who don't want to share the stage with Iowa. And I guess I kind of understand that to a point, but, you know, I'm an Iowan first, and I think it's awesome. Like, I mean, there's not a lot of not a lot of states that can have the spotlight all to themselves like that, right? And there's a lot of really cool things in our state. So, to me, that's where I land. I mean, you can get like, oh, well, we're recruiting against them and get a little petty like that. That's, I guess that's just not me. Like, I think there's the positives – far outweigh the negatives here yeah no i i agree i completely agree and you know i find this interesting too that with the where with the with the way that college football has gone down the last few weeks where you know he's got these other eight teams in the big 12 who have basically been told hey you're not good enough right you're just not and the national media's spent a month and a half doing that since oklahoma and texas announced they were going to the sec yeah, here we've got college game day going a little old Ames to watch uh, top 10 Iowa State uh, take on Iowa. So, something about that to me is is very telling and very satisfying, Chris. I thought the same thing. You know, in fact, there's a lot of people uh, who are on our message boards who didn't think that they would come because of the Big 12 thing. Yeah. And the whole, you know, the Big 12, Bob Bowlesby allegedly has the smoking gun and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you and, you know, there's a couple of people at Iowa State who have said this to me or, th- or things like it, 
along the lines of, man, like, wouldn't it be, wouldn't that be the story if, if, if Iowa State could, you know, get to the playoff or win the Big 12 championship this year or something like that, you know, those really high-end goals for this season. And uh, it, it would be quite the story, I can tell you. I mean, I, I just keep, I know that most of your listeners don't give a crap about this, but I just keep thinking back to when I started and first got there and just how different it is now. And it's just, it, it really is incredible. And then now, like, all the eight schools are hurting right now. But, man, I have a lot of sympathy for Iowa State because they were so bad for so long. Mm-hmm. And now everything's going so well. And they're basically wanting to pull the rug from under you. That hurts, man. Like, that – that is not that's not cool. That is that is brutal for these super loyal, awesome people who have sat there through terrible football for as long as they did. So I understand, like they, they really are jaded and it'll it'll be interesting too with game day being there. I don't know if they like monitor signs or what, but I, I, I bet you a few of the sly Cyclone fans might try and sneak one in there on ESPN. Well, I hope they do. I I hope they do. I, that would be fantastic. I would love every second of that if they do that. Uh, Chris Williams, Cyclone fanatic, is joining us. So, uh, Chris, I want to talk about this. I feel like death taxes in Iowa State struggling week one is now just like a thing <laughs> under Matt Campbell. And and listen, there's literally you can't critique anything that Matt Campbell's done except for maybe. Week one performances. I mean, what is it? Do we have to start scheduling bye weeks week one for the Cyclones? What 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 is it about week one, man? I wish I could tell you. I I don't know. I I thought that they would snap out of it this year because, you know, to me, like I always thought that the biggest issue with week one is that they'd never really, believe it or not, been sound in the run game going into week one. They, because if, if you think back, even with David Montgomery and Brees Hall, well, two of those years when those guys were starting, they didn't really play in the opener. You know, they barely saw the field. And then Matt brought them out midseason, and then they became the guys who we all think of. And then they've had so many moving pieces at offensive line over the last five years. And I thought this year, okay, this is going to be the year that they are solid on the line. You know who the quarterback is. You've got Brees, and they just – I give Northern Iowa credit here, and this is also a, an area of concern. I'm not panicked at all, though. Like, Iowa State tried to do just that, to just shove it down their throat. They were very vanilla, and they couldn't do it. You know, Northern Iowa rose to the occasion and kept Brees in check. I mean, he only averaged three yards per carry. Brock was good, but he really checked down a lot. I mean – completed 21 passes for under 200 yards it's not great for him so yeah I I don't know what the answer is Pete they you know reality is too um, a broken play by Northern Iowa leads to their only touchdown and you know 16 to 3 looks different than 16 to 10 I, I did feel like the game two years ago I thought Iowa State got lucky I, I honestly don't think that they deserved to win I, I thought for the entirety of that game that they were the better team on Saturday against Northern Iowa is just not an aesthetically pleasing way to do it. So, mm-hmm. but, but I, I don't have the answer to that. I wish I did. I, I think that anybody in Ames would pay a lot of money to know why they continually 
come out of the gate so slowly. Yeah, it just seems like it's a, it's a question that continues to uh, be asked. Now, none of this matters if they win this weekend. It, it really, no one's going to think twice about this. But you do wonder if there's something to be said for these slow starts kind of impacting what happens, let's say, in the Seahawks game, right? And for a team that's got uh, college football playoff aspirations, I mean, every game is 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 one of these games that matters towards towards making that college football playoff, Chris. So how much should should that concern fans? And, and I guess the second part of this is how much of that also is missing Charlie Kohler, who we know is, uh, you know, the number yeah. one target of Brock Purdy. I, I think that you nailed it there. And listen, I'm of the opinion, and this is why I picked Iowa State to win by like four touchdowns stupidly last week. <laughs> I, I, I had a feeling I, – I knew Kohler was like 50-50. Um, but I, I was of the opinion that it shouldn't matter at this point in the program. They should be able to shove it down the throat of yeah. uh, a good FCS team, not a great FCS team, but a good FCS team, but high, a highly motivated one, Northern Iowa, anytime they play Iowa State. But I was still of the opinion that they should be able to win that game by four touchdowns, even without Charlie. Mm-hmm. But it, it's something about him with Brock. That whole – I've talked to enough quarterbacks in my life, the security blanket thing, if you have that elite tight end. And even if it's not an elite tight end, but like Alan Lazard was like that. Um, I, when when Brett Meyer played, Brett Meyer's a good friend of mine. Todd Blythe was like that for him, that massive target. It it calms these guys. It On top of that, it gives them the confidence to take more shots. And Brock didn't take shots on Saturday. He was so conservative with his decision-making where he's normally a guy who I compare to Brett Favre. He's usually not conservative at all. So I, I don't know. I, I, my, my assumption though, is that Charlie not being out there does something mentally to Brock. And I, you know, I wish that wasn't the case, but I, I think we've just seen it enough now where, where that's probably the case. And, and Brock, listen, Brock hasn't been great in openers. Like he was, he was fine. On Saturday, 21-26, zero turnovers. Like, I'm not going to hate on him. Mm-hmm. But I've long said that the difference in this season, like if they're going to have a really good year compared to a great year, is going to be on number 15. Like, he's got to be one of the best quarterbacks in college football. He was he was good on Saturday. He wasn't great. Yeah. And I think Charlie being out probably had something to do with that. And before we continue with our friend Chris Williams of Cyclone Fanatic, let me tell you about our other great friends at mybookie.ag, where right now you can double your deposit, your first-time deposit, with our promo code BIG12. That's BIG12 to double your deposit right now and bet on not just the Seahawks game this weekend, which I will be doing and giving you my picks for later on this week. Don't you worry about that. But also for the NFL starting this week. And if you want to make some easy money, how about this? The lock of the season between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Bucks this week, you win. The best bet you can make is one you can't lose. And if you didn't know, a game has not ended 0-0 since World War II. So this is a sure bet. Here's what you got to do. Go to my bookie now, place a bet on the lock of the season, and the first point scored in the season opener on Thursday night, you automatically cash. Yes, MyBookie is playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest, and that's only 10 bucks to enter. So go to MyBookie.ag and use our promo code BIG12 and instantly receive double your first deposit. That's double your funds, double your winnings. 
Again, that's promo code BIG12. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with our friends at MyBookie. So what about this week then, Chris? Looking ahead to to this Iowa game, and, uh, you know, Iowa's got a revamped defensive line, and, and I know that they just seem to find guys in that role. They kind of plug and play. But there are some pieces turning over there that that uh, lean me to to want to pick and roll with the Cyclones in this game. What concerns you the most that Iowa's got coming into this matchup that the Cyclone fans should be concerned about? Yeah, I think just their defense as a whole off of what we saw last week with Iowa State's offense. Clearly, Iowa State's offense is working through something. I, I think that their offensive line, I, I, I believe Matt Campbell – for those people out there being like, oh, he lied about the offensive line. He's not like he's never going to make comments like he did about their offensive line unless it's true. He's the least like hype driven individual I've ever met in my life. So I believe him that this offensive line is going to be really good, but they were not on Saturday. And it's just like, I, and again, this is another thing I don't understand, Pete, but I've noticed this with Campbell's teams, like the difference in the offensive line from week from game one to game two has been, you know, enormous <laughs> yeah. all these times. So it's like history is telling me that they're going to snap back around and be just fine. Uh, and that and that's where I've wanted to pick them too because in the past Cyhawk games in this rivalry, even the one two years ago, it was a great game. Iowa State hasn't had the size and the physicality to be able to stack up with Iowa. They've had good players, yeah. but they haven't been able to, like, line up and do – to Iowa, what Iowa does to other teams. And I've always thought that this would be the year where that happens. It didn't look like that on Saturday, but again, I'm not, it's weird. Uh, here we are on Tuesday recording this, and I don't feel any different about Iowa State season than I did going into week one. So yeah, I'll, I'm going to pick Iowa State to win. I, I do. I, I think Iowa is a really good team. I think they're like a nine and three team, maybe even 10 and two. Um, but I, I still don't love their quarterback. He was not great on Saturday. They had two pick sixes and a 56-yard run. So, they're, they're, you know, that came in chunks. And I, I think Iowa State's defense uh, should put the fear in Iowa just as much as Iowa's defense puts the fear in Iowa State. So how about that then? It, when we come out of this game on Saturday and you say Iowa State's going to end up winning this game, what's the storyline as to why Iowa State won this game? Um. I, I, I do think that this is so cliche, but I think Iowa State will force some turnovers on Petrus. I think they have to um, to win. They've got a really good running back, and Tyler Goodson got a lot of respect for him. He's he's elite. Uh, I, I think Iowa State will, you know, they'll have to show Iowa they can stop the run, which I think that they can. Mm-hmm. And then based off of that, then it's going to put the game on Petrus, and that, that would scare me as an Iowa fan. Uh, so that that would be number one and number two. I mean, it's got to be there's got to be some big plays against Iowa. Iowa is a lot like Iowa State, where they love to just make you dink and dunk and then hope you screw it up at some point. And Iowa State's got to hit. They didn't hit any big plays on Saturday against Northern Iowa, and that's got to change. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, is that a probably not a kick return, but is that a long? You know, does Brees get loose? You know, I don't know what that is, but that and I, I think Brock has to be more of a threat on on his feet with his feet. I think he will be. Iowa defenses tend to not like dual running, dual threat quarterbacks, 
Yeah, I know. I, I was kind of all over the place with that answer. But if I'm dissecting how Iowa State has to win this game, those are a few things that I would go to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's the thing. Two years ago, I would have been somewhat concerned if I was an Iowa State fan. Boy, we got college game day coming to town, national media. They're going to find out about Matt Campbell. I mean, they're going to find out about Coach Campbell. I don't even think about that this week, Chris. Like, I don't care. I no. don't think it's a storyline. I don't even think about it. I don't either. I'm with you. This program's just beyond that, you know. I remember not long ago it was a huge deal to make the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. You know, and it was. That was a big step for this program. But now it's just they, there's bigger fish to fry, and game day is going to be great. I'm glad it's coming. But I, I think that last last time – game day was kind of the main event where I think the game is now, if that makes sense. Never within the program, but within, you know, and I don't, I get it. I was, I was guilty of that. I freaking drove up to Ames and watched the game day truck roll in because it was cool and I had never seen it before. But now if you lose the game, I don't think fans really care that much. (laughs) If that makes sense. I think that's the point where we're at now. Fans don't care about game day being there anymore because it's about the game is what you're saying, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, fans like it. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Yeah. But I don't think that I don't think that fans are – that the game is the main event now, if yes. that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Chris Williams, Cyclone fanatic, love what uh, he and his staff are doing over there every single day. Latest on the Cyclones, everything you need to know. Also great message boards as well. Chris, great to have you on, my man. Thanks so much, and good Thanks, luck this brother. weekend. Yeah, I appreciate it. We're going to need it, uh, and appreciate all you guys do as well. You bet. He is Chris Williams. Love what those guys are doing at Cyclone Fanatic. Before you leave, leave me a rating and a review. Subscribe to this show. I am working through a lot of koozies i got to get out. So I know some of you have left ratings and reviews. I've gotten your emails. I promise you're going to get your koozie. You are. I've got to order more, but you're going to get them. That's how many we're sending out right now because when you leave a rating and a review on this podcast on iTunes – You get a free Heartland College Sports koozie. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get you that koozie in the mail. I can't thank you guys enough for over 500 ratings on iTunes. We were at like 380 a month and a half ago. It's because of you. Thank you so much for taking out the time. Thanks to Chris Williams, and we'll talk to you soon here.